In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. <clears throat> we come to uh, the fourth Sunday before Lent, and the big signal comes with the reading of the publican uh, and the Pharisee. But for uh, those of you that attend Matins regularly, there's this kind of giant bell that rings. It's the Lenten Troparian after Psalm 50. It just knocks your socks backwards. You're sitting there, you know, singing, and da 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 da. This is a nice, I love this. And then you hear these words Open to me the doors of repentance, O life giver, for my soul goeth early to the temple of thy holiness, coming into the temple of my body wholly polluted. But because thou art compassionate, purify me by thy compassion of thy mercies. Prepare for me the way of salvation, O Theotokos, for I have profaned myself with coarse sins and consumed my whole life with procrastination. But by thine intercessions purify thou me from all abominations. If I think upon the multitude of my evil deeds, wretched that I am, I tremble for the terrible day of judgment. But trusting in the compassion of thy mercy, I shout to thee like David, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy great mercy. That's the signal of us stepping in to being prepared for Lent. I love this. It's sung just in this very minor, you need to come and hear it. It just de it digs deep into our soul. So we kind of have this sense now it's time to really prepare ourselves to look deeply into ourselves to get ready for the Lenten journey. And the services bring us to this point where we begin to look deeply at our struggles, the things that we have that we need to deal with, the people in our lives that maybe we need to forgive, the things we need to make right that are wrong, all of this now kind of comes right in front of us in a very, very beautiful way. So, today, the publican and the Pharisee. So the Pharisee, very interestingly enough, in, his, in this great uh, parable, um, is very pleased with himself. So pleased with himself that he prays with himself. He prayed with himself. That's what it says. He prayed with himself. <laughs> he didn't pray to God. He just prayed with himself. You know, and then kind of promoted himself. You know, look at how good I am. So we look at this sense of self-admiration, uh, the pride of, of, of oneself that looks down on others that somehow uh, gets exalted by looking at the faults of other people. We need to be very careful of that pharisaical attitude. For the Pharisee, religion has become simply external observations. And I will tell you, as Orthodox Christian people, we're very prone to that because we have a lot of external observations, lots of them. Okay. 
And I tell you, if you try to do them all, you can't do them all. But the important thing here is to understand that we, we, turn, we turn a bit into ourselves in making sure that what we do as Orthodox people is a means to an end and not an end in itself. Everything we do in our Orthodox tradition is to help us draw near to God and dwell in union with Him. Everything. There's not one thing that we do that doesn't have that aim. And so when we get stuck in the thing, we lose. We lose that draw near to God. You know, I got up this morning and I did my prayers. Check. I'm a good Christian. I came to church. Check. I took communion. Check. External observations. Did you draw near to God when you prayed this morning or lit your candle? Did you feel a sense of your soul drawing near to God? Are you drawing near to God when you come to church? Do you draw near to God in the most precious moment of your existence in taking Holy Communion? They're not external observations, beloved only. They are a means to an end. We need to be very careful of that. Oh, today I kissed all the icons, Father. Oh, very nice. Did you actually ask God to be present there? Did you touch the, the, the robe of the Holy Mother? Did St. Athanasius greet you back? They're windows to heaven, beloved. They're means to a, a journey beyond ourselves. We just don't kiss them because they're pretty. We move beyond ourselves through the icon. So all these things are important to us. So uh, the, the publican, he humbles himself, stands far from the door. He comes in, and you know what? I always think about that. Just, Lord, make me a doorkeeper in your kingdom. That's all I need. Just let me in the door. That's all he wanted to do. Comes in the door, and he bows himself right at the back of the church. Couldn't even come up. Got on his knees, and all he could say was, Lord, have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. No self-justification, no justifying anything he had done, only admitting his sins and his unworthiness to God. And so the Lord looks down on these two characters and says, the Pharisee, I reject your offering. The publican, I accept in his humility. He only had one prayer, Lord have mercy on Lord, have mercy on me. I think that that's, to me, I keep thinking about that. What are you going to say when you come to the judgment seat of Christ? Because we're all going to be there one day. What are you going to say? Lord, have mercy. Three words. Just remember them. <laughs> Just get down on your knees as fast as you can and say, Lord, have mercy. No justification. On your knees, Lord, have mercy. So we need to see this and understand the difference between these two, these two attitudes. So if we evaluate these things, uh, we look at the Pharisee and his need to boast in his works. 
to kind of lay out his works and, and promote himself through his works uh, and actually to be seen by men. You know, it's very interesting. Um, we're all caught by vainglory. Even when we do something very good and even something very holy, uh, the vainglory comes up and starts nipping at our heels and, and we start complimenting ourselves. Oh, didn't I do a good job saying that? Isn't this a really good homily, Father Nicholas? The vainglory. See, he's whispering. You reject that. Because you don't need to be seen by men and promoted by men. Um, you know, I remember years ago, uh, Father uh, Thomas Howard was with us, a beautiful man, um, wrote a book called Hallowed, Hallowed is This House. And he said, Every one of us, every day of our life, we sow a little bit of heaven or a little bit of hell. So when we do good, we're sowing a little bit of heaven. When we don't do well, we're sowing a little bit of hell. And so and he made the observation that when you walk by a piece of paper on the street and you pick it up, you're sowing a little heaven. When you walk by it and ignore it, you sow, when you throw it on the ground, you're sowing a little bit of hell. Okay? So... I walk down, it's kind of, I, I try to make it somewhat of a habit to pick up a piece of paper when I see it, if it seems appropriate to do that. And it's so funny because when I pick it up, my thought is, oh, I hope somebody's watching. What is that? Oh, isn't that a wonderful guy? He, he, he picks up the litter. Ah, you've got to reject that kind of stuff. Just pick it up, put it in your pocket and go on. So be very careful of that little vainglorious demon poking at us, wanting us to be seen by men. So somehow our reward is here. No, we want that reward to be in heaven. So God help us in that. And the publican humbled himself before God and came to God because he knew God loved him and knew God was forgiving. And I want to encourage you here to, 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 I know during Lent many of you do this, but to come to confession, to get to confession, because God is loving and desires to pour his forgiveness upon you. Pour it on you. Pour out those, those things that, that, that burden you, those struggles that you have, those past memories you have, to get all that out so we can pour his love and mercy and compassion upon you. So this is, this is the light, life of the publican, bowing his head, coming to God in humility, confessing his sin. So we need to learn and try to get into better habits with confession. I know if I asked you, do you confess enough, you would say, None of us confess enough. But we need to do that because it's a great sacrament and it helps us kind of loose the bonds the, 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 that bind us down, that hold us down. Free us from those things that kind of keep us grounded here and not allow us to ascend to the heavenly places. Uh, and then to the uh, publican's attitude helps us to understand that God is our strength. 
God is our strength. I will love you, Lord, my strength. You're my firm foundation, my refuge, and my deliverer. From the Psalm of David. I love you, Lord, my strength, my firm foundation, my refuge, and my deliverer. And that means all the time. You ask God to be your strength all the time, not just when you're feeling weak. But ask him to be your strength all the time, to be near to him all the time. To understand, like the publican, that we always need to understand our weaknesses, that we are weak. And then as soon as we step out with some kind of self-confidence, smash, right? I can do it myself. Smash. We need to understand that God always wants to be our strength, be with us, guide us. So continue with that in your kind of, our attitude ought to be the attitude of the publican. Lord, have mercy on me. You're my strength. You're the one that guides me. You're the one that leads me. Uh, and just a couple comments to conclude. One is this, these two uh, attitudes, the one of the Pharisee with pride and the one of the public with humility, we need to, be, we need to understand that our society actually teaches the opposite. Teaches the opposite. Think about it. Pride and self-justification, self-admiration, self-righteousness is promoted in society. The proud man. Humility and meekness are signs of weakness. So be careful out there because you're getting bombarded with of a message that says, be the Pharisee. Don't be the publican. He's weak and humili a, a hum humbled creature. So be careful. That's the message you're getting. Okay? So we always have to be careful of that, that we don't need to hear that message and buy into it. We need to understand that that message for us is, no, we are the example for us is the, a publican, the one humble. And the one that we reject is the Pharisee, the one prideful and uh, all about himself and the need for uh, recognition from men. So, in conclusion, be with Christ. Be in Christ always. Allow Christ to be your boast, to be your everything. Everything. Humble yourself. Love the Lord your God, for He is your firm foundation, your refuge, and your deliverer. Amen.